Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey. Hey, welcome back. It's nice, wasn't it? It was nice. Uh, welcome back to episode four of Babysitting Trevor. Babysitting Trevor, the podcast oh. where we, Chris Martin, Carl Donnelly, yeah, mix it up, mate. Um, and our friend Trev go on adventures to help his mind. Yeah, and uh, this week's adventure, I uh, afraid I missed it again. You are afraid. I mean, you missed you missed one of probably the weirdest ones we've done. Yeah. It's weird in terms of what I think most people... I didn't even know it was a think. thing. I didn't even know what it was. So we went to a sound healer where it's basically but sort of sort like... Of music a, rather than like a mangle. It's a sound healer. No, yeah, yeah. Not just a proper like geezer. made a sound. Yeah, no. So this was a, this is somebody who teaches meditation using and sound healing. Right. So it's basically you meditate while you are... They call it a sound bath because it's like you're washed with sounds. But you're not in a bath. You're not in a bath, you're just in a, a sort of a studio covered in blankets and... Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. You'll hear oh, all about it. All right, it's, so I can imagine Trev hated that. Um, I, I, we didn't actually... We went for lunch afterwards. We didn't talk too much about it, but we'd leave it for the record. Right, okay. But I'm going to also predict that. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Even though I'm not sure. All right, we'll see how he did on that. And um, we've got some more voice memos. Loads of voice it's memos. The one, task, really been... the one task he keeps doing. Well, yeah, almost to the point of there being too Actually many. Actually, too many. You know, yeah. Now we have to whittle it down. Yeah, but we'll find out um, how we enjoy the on sound healing now. Hope you enjoy the episode, guys. All right, Trevor Crook, how are you? I'm all right. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a nice song. Brought him with a yeah, song for yeah, the first yeah. time. You, yeah, Trevor, you like music, so I thought I'd sing to you. Yeah, and well, it's well a I sound like healing episode. by somebody else. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but no, I generally do like music and. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all right. I feel a bit tired. I should be a bit fucking worn out. It's a lot, a lot uh, of work for you, mate. We've been work- busy. We were up late watching cricket. Yeah, the cricket. Uh, I had a very busy day yesterday. The cricket was on. I had that sounding fucking thing, and then uh, I'd uh, been to the gym before. Um, how's it? How's it? Are you hitting the gym hard at the minute? Uh, yeah, legs. Uh, legs completely fucked me up. No, yeah. yeah, in a good way. I mean, you just have to work legs. Well, otherwise, you end up with get your thighs out. You need to get your thighs out. Otherwise, That's you right. end up with legs <laughs> like me. <laughs> Chris Martin. You described, you described his legs earlier. Stilty. Like, I've seen his uh, biafran type legs. I've seen them. The, uh, <laughs> My what legs? Biafran. Uh, biafran. That's uh, people that are hungry. At the, uh, well, they were hungry. I think they're uh, feeding them now. 
uh, Biafra it was a place and maybe it's called a different place now isn't it? Yeah, it is that Bangladesh? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, producer Joel might have to do some extensive googling yeah, on that it's a weird yeah. time you were talking about a weird time you talked about another thing last week about the guy called Re- the, the famous fireman I read who put out I read a dare yeah. read a dare and uh, and <laughs> and uh, Biafra Nigeria Nigeria is that way Nigeria off, now, it was way off be my main uh, trading partner with Trevor, Trevor Stan. Yeah, Trevor Stan yeah. and Biafra. Biafra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be a very one-way... I'd have a puppet leader. Yeah, you've got free movement of people, yeah. no, yeah. no visa system. Trevor's like, put me on the phone of the prison of Biafra. Biafra. Like, there's, no, there's, yeah. no, there's no Biafra anymore, Trevor. Yeah, have a Trevor Stan any other, stooge. Uh, any other old countries that you still refer to by their original... Burma. Prussia. Prussia. Burma. Burma. Is Would that you, not still a country? It's though? no Myanmar, it's called. Oh, Come shit. On. Come on, you honky. Uh, Sorry. Salon. That's called Sri Lanka. Oh, yeah, it's called Sri so cool. I always I always forget that's all the hairdressers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the I, I Persia. Forget, no? yeah but so, so long because of the way it's spelled I always in my head I can never make the connection yeah yeah so it's it's spelled like it's Sri Lanka no it doesn't mean it. I don't think Sri Lanka means anything a salon is very nice <laughs> if you could choose any um, particular currency yeah uh, extinct or current which one would you use as your like favourite currency oh I think. Um, Socks. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really, carry they're functional. Yeah, yeah. you can. I was ha- thinking more like drachma and stuff as yeah. my thing. But just so- got- you just want socks you as currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's what's the most? So what would be like a fifty pound note in sock? It'd be, uh, yeah, you'd probably uh, fifty like quid. A cashmere. Would, well, yeah, let's say five socks because you have an odd sock, yeah. spare sock. So fifty quid would be like five socks, <laughs> right? But what, but what you got? Any specific type? But you got to have a specific. Some socks aren't complicated. I got some, the Calvin, same as I got some Calvin Klein ones the other day. They're, they're, well, you they're need, tasty. I'm you need smaller socks for smaller. You know, instead of pence, you'd have like, like baby, baby, baby socks. socks. Yeah, yeah. Socks. yeah. The ones that's, that's why you always see them on like a little railing. Yeah. Someone's yeah. like, just like chucking change away, <laughs> innit? You just like put a little baby sock on a railing. Have you ever yeah. worn bamboo socks? No, that is next next level. Made of bamboo. I think it's made of bamboo fiber. Oh right, um, right, it's yeah, they're super comfortable. Okay, it's good. Yeah. We'll get you a set. We'll get you a come home and a panda's eating your fucking socks, <laughs> yeah. just nibbling on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, sounded rude enough then. Yeah. Since they have not known for their sexual prowess. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. Anything they need to. Yeah, we need yeah. to spice things up. They yeah. need to, yeah. They need panda porn or something. Yeah. Well, they need to put bamboo panda panties pants on, yeah, the, on right. the opposite side. <laughs> panda sets. lingerie. That's a good little. I saw a footage. Oh, it's like a little what are they call gif. Is that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. Um, of two pandas having it off against the tree. So hard they knocked another one out of the tree. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, really, it's a lovely little video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking, great. Fucking Trev fell out of the tree. <laughs> you yeah. like you're that. watching. And they look like the dumbest of all the bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, no, they, look, they, they don't look the brightest. But yeah, polar bears seem pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. Cover your nose up, innit? That's how you blend in in the, in the Antarctic. That's what they do. They put their paw over their nose and you can't see them. Is that true? Yeah. It's and one shut their eyes, though. Well, no, no, because like, they're predators, aren't they? No one's trying to catch a polar bear. So they sneak up on something with their hand over their face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> they mate. do. They do cover their nose up. Yeah, I did that when I was a kid. I used to cover my eyes up thinking I disappeared. <laughs> I did. No one. And my mum and dad go along with Trevor it. Trevor just they? puts both his fingers over his moustache. My mum and dad would be saying, where's Trevor gone? Where is he? And yeah. they'd sort of walk around. Where is he? Where is he? And I'd be fucking thinking I was invisible. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, what sort of kid? That must have been... What age, something wrong with what age did you oh, not that age? 18. <laughs> yeah, 18 yeah. No, no, it was actually probably five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're going, uh, it's very odd. I mean, I suppose it's kids' logic, isn't it? You know, you, you can't see them, so you think, yeah, yeah. 
they can't see you. Yeah. It's ultimate, I suppose it's like peekaboo, isn't it? Babies love that shit. Yeah. Babies do love that. Yeah. You said it like a weird old player, like talking about how to, like, chirps a lady. Babies love that shit. They love it. So, let's go back to your list of friends. Yeah, We've seen you've been doing that all season. Yep, okay. Boris. Yeah. He's on some emails. Yeah, my boat, Boris. I met Boris at karate class. Of course you did. And, like, I met Martin, same thing, and... And he just happened to live just a few streets away from me. So we're yeah. talking, uh, I tend to uh, gravitate towards people and bond with them very quickly. You know, when you meet someone who's like a little bit original, and Boris is definitely original, because yeah. I'm a bit funny as well, you just tend to gravitate quite quickly. You, yeah, s- yeah. you find each other quite quickly in a crowd. Yeah. So I just found, discovered Boris very quickly because we had a similar sense of humour. I cracked a joke and he laughed and we had that rapport instantly yeah. almost. And then... Uh, he asked me where I lived, and I said, oh, fucking Clare Street. And he said, oh, fuck, I live in Lavinia Street, I think it was, and fucking walking distance. So yeah, he yeah. started giving me a lift home after karate class. How old were you then? Uh, 23. You still I, remember the name of your street? That's good. Hey? You still remember the name of the street? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. You've got photographic memory for it. I'm a dad's phone number, 459153. <laughs> uh, your dead dad's phone number? Yeah. But you remember all that, but you forget like, to buy any gifts <laughs> yeah, for yeah, Julia. Yeah, yeah, so funny. Right. You get all the actual day-to-day admin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at fucking old. Old phone like, Julie, I've got enough in, but you can yeah, call yeah, my yeah. dad's old phone line if you yeah, want. Yeah. My dad in the fifties. And so, so I met Boris, and sort of we uh, we cl- we clicked on the. Uh, he's the one who gave me dope for the very first time. Boris, how was that? We've never heard about your oh, drug. Yeah. No, I thought, yeah. Uh, Boris grew. He had his own dope. He grew. He had 180 plants growing in his backyard. Oh, and his parents, who had a vegetable patch there, they would actually tend it for him. They'd water it, put vitamins really? on it. So it was a very, very healthy. Cool parents. Very, yeah. very healthy. Did they know it was... Dr- it was- uh, yeah, I think they did, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they saw Where's nothing Boris wrong with from? A Yugoslavia. Oh. He's a, um, a Croatian. Speaking of old countries. Huh? It's not Croatian anymore. Uh, it's not. Back then he was a Yugoslavian. So I tended to bond with uh, uh, ethnic kids, generally. They were always my best mates. So, uh, anyway, so I'll Boris... start to a racist joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Boris had 180 plants, and he uh, it was so strong. He used to, he would sell some of it, but half the time he'd give it away to his mates. Yeah, and he'd, he'd take it at concerts and just hand it to people, joints, and people would pass out. They're fucking powerful. <laughs> and then he uh, decided, would you like some? And then I thought it'd be a bit like being pissed. I said, all right. So I don't smoke, so he made it in tea. Yeah, which apparently makes it more toxic. Yeah, and I was playing the guitar at the time, and uh, I drank this stuff, and I suddenly couldn't play the guitar anymore. Yeah, couldn't fucking remember how to play a chord. <laughs> and then I got this grin on my face because I looked in the mirror. It just would not go away. This insidious, evil fucking grin. <laughs> and then I got this like spaced out uh, derealization, yeah, which yeah. Uh, yeah. like yeah, with anxiety, got that extreme. Yeah. And it was fucking horrendous. That's um, like the yeah, That's the paranoia, I suppose they refer I to. I suppose, yeah. Not this thing about being aware that I was on the fucking world, like on the globe, and I became suddenly aware there's like nothing underneath the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was like outer space, isn't it? And then I sort of said, oh, fuck, it's a, a bit fucking uh, dodgy yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, walking because it's uh, 
the earth is fucking floating on nothing. Yeah. That's the thoughts we're getting, so quite fucking bizarre. Still remember your dad's phone number, though. Yes, yeah. still remember that. <laughs> and it was on Lavinia Street. And, uh, yeah, so and, uh, then what happened, we had, we had this great friendship. I became very dependent on Boris because yeah. I was on the dial. So is that the one and only time you've ever smoked it? Yeah. Or, or taken it? You've taken it, that's right. Yeah. One time, one And you've day. never, ever dabbled at it? No. Any, funny, no. funny episode for, for the next series. No. Oh, us going on an ayahuasca retreat. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor just uh, would be. A, I'd never out. come back from it. It'd be a real fucking retreat. But the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah so anyway so myself because I depended too much on Boris because he was like he had a car yeah. and he was working and we, we trained together but I was if Boris didn't come around I would be sit at home and go oh, where is the cunt what's going on and uh, <laughs> he'd take me to and all that kind of stuff so I became was, too... Bor- was your dad's phone number Boris's phone number was that the name <laughs> sounds like your dad so he picked no, you up no, took no, you to parties but the, the point is you become too dependent on someone yeah it's not healthy yeah. you know what I mean and uh and then what happened, I, I think I phoned Boris up, he said he was going to be in. And I went all this way to his place in uh, the foothills of Adelaide. Um, and then I got there and he wasn't in. So, well, fuck this, what am I going to do? It was raining, a miserable fucking night. And so we weren't getting on. By this time, there was a lot of tension in the friendship. Yeah. And I was just too dependent on him. And yeah. I think he was resenting me being too dependent. And I'd yeah. become fucking, uh, you know, where's Boris? I was de- you know, dependent on him to the point of, like, he's my fucking girlfriend <laughs> or something. So, uh, it's hard to get why he might have had some issues. Yeah, yeah. So it was fucked. It was, fu- it was a fucked environment. But I <laughs> I, uh, I just broke into his house. I didn't break in. The window was open. Yeah. I sneaked in. And yeah. I went to the fridge and got beer out and yeah. a sausage. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you had a party, yeah. Yeah. And, a, <laughs> and I sat there watching porn or something like that, and eating a sausage and drinking beer. And then suddenly the lights came in the driveway. Oh, oh, fuck, Boris was coming home. And yeah. I thought, oh fuck, what, what have I done? I've actually broken into his fucking place. <laughs> yeah. and I, I realised it's like full gravity the situation. Yeah. I better fucking get the fuck out of here. So I ran out the back door, jumped over a fence, and oh. then Boris uh, was. Uh, I could see a flashlight in the backyard, so I thought Boris. Had think obviously someone broke into his house yeah, and yeah. didn't know them so it looked like a criminal element strange burglar <laughs> yeah. somebody's watched some porn and yeah. Yeah. sausage and a, <laughs> a beer very yeah. modest burglar yeah fucking half eaten sausage on the table or whatever and um and then I, I stupidly went back. I don't know why. I went back and he, fucking Boris got me with a torch. Yeah. So that's sort of... Well, he hit you in the head with a torch. No, no, he just shot him in the face and said, Trevor, what are you doing for fuck's sake? So that was how, how old are you at this point? Oh, 30. Okay. How did, he, how did he... So you told him you'd been in his house? No, no, I didn't. So no, you were just crawling around his back garden? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go in the back garden. Yeah, he goes in. Yeah. There's a sausage missing. Yeah, that's right. And he right. never at any point thought you'd broken in. He knew someone had broken in, but didn't know it was me. I reckon he might have worked I think he worked out. Right. Yeah, he caught you in his back garden. Yeah, yeah. So well, how did you explain this away then? He, I did. I couldn't explain it. So. so he went, "What are you doing in my garden?" Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't even say. I don't think he even said that. But it, it, um, obviously, I, I, at the time, because I was in a bad mental state. Um, you know, and uh, I just thought, well, you know, I did break in, but we're mates, what the fuck, you know what I mean? But at, at the same time, I, I could look at his perspective and go, well, regardless of whether we're mates or not, you still broke into my place and it's not acceptable. Yeah. So so then we sort of broke up but as friends. it was an open window. Yeah, it was always an like open if window. If I left the door or window open and Chris let That's himself right. in. Yeah, you wouldn't dump me as a friend. No, not at all. Yeah, pos- I think because of all the other... Linda McCartney sausages. Yeah, 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 but I think because of all the other tensions, that was just like this 
camel's fucking back. And then did you fall out for a bit? Yeah, we did. Yeah, for years actually. Yeah, I'm talking decades. Oh um, shit! How, yeah, did, yeah. how did you rekindle the romance? Well, I think I his mum died, and I sent him a card oh. saying, you know, oh. condolences, blah blah blah, and um, yeah, that's that, <laughs> blah blah blah. That, that does sound like something Trevor would write. Condolences, blah blah blah. No, it's quite a, a, a you know, heartfelt uh, yeah. card I sent him, and then uh, it was my birthday, and then I think a mutual friend invited Boris over. Yeah. So um, Boris came over, and uh, we just sort of, you know. Uh, rekindle the friendship, oh, nice. so to speak. So well, you're back in the good books. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get we get them very well. It's, it's if anything, it's like a m- more mature uh, friendship now because I'm not dependent on it. <laughs> you're not breaking into his house. Not breaking into his house. And so we still get on. We still got the same sense of humour and same rapport. So what's the uh, um, who does, is he married and all that stuff? He got married and then uh, he uh, he got uh, well he got an autistic daughter okay. and uh, what happened was when she was very small, when she was seven, she uh, used to go to this park. And she said she came home one day crying, and he said, what's wrong? He said, the, the tree, there's a tree in the park that's, I don't know whether it's scared or something okay. like that. Yeah. And so he went to the park, and it's like a big grizzled old fucking tree. But yeah. it, it did, I wouldn't say it looked like a human being, but it like, had certain human characteristics, like, yeah, yeah. like an arm and a bit of a face, on, and it scared her. Yeah. So then, and she would never go in the park again, so Boris said, well, look, suppose I tell the tree off. Uh, to leave you alone and she said oh, okay I'll come back if you do that but the park's full of people so yeah. he went up to the tree and he kicked it and he started abusing <laughs> the tree <laughs> well, so, uh, it's hard yeah. to see what you two get on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he, uh, that's uh, quite sweet in it. yeah and he abused the tree and kicked yeah. it and said leave my daughter on yeah <laughs> that's, right. that's nice that's yeah, quite that's a nice story that's know, the she, nicest... when you said he's got an autistic daughter I was like where's yeah, yeah. the story going yeah, yeah. And, and he went somewhere and then she saw that he kicked and swore a tree and then she went back in the park you know and said everything's fine yeah. She's grown up now, I think he's 18, but um, and he's that's, that's how years work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but he's divorced, you know, and um, he's oh. living on his own, his mum and dad's place. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're no longer around there, brown bread. So, um, probably you'd probably be quite thankful if you broke in there. Bit yeah, that's right. Bit of company. Ah, <laughs> oh, Trev, cheers, yeah. fucking up. We've waited 25 yeah. years for this again. Trev, the friendly burglar, come yeah. down. <laughs> Trev, the friendly. Here you go, mate. Sausage and sores in the fridge. Yeah. yeah, that's right. As he's stealing his stuff, he's chatting with you. Trev, the friendly burglar. He sits down, watches television with you just before he takes off. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's what we're going to call this episode, The Battle of Trevor Snow. So task this week yeah. it was sort of a group task even though Chris couldn't make it yeah, so yeah. a little gang of us went mm-hmm. um, we went to see a sound healer who is um, somebody I know a friend yes. of mine yeah. um, and this was it was probably one of the more alternative I mean we've done yoga we've done things that some people would view as alternative wouldn't they but yeah, actually right. it's pretty mainstream, mainstream nowadays yeah. we've gone no let's try something different sound yeah. healing mm. it's basically like a form of meditation Chris I'll explain to you Mm. Uh, it's sort of um, so you get into a very comfortable position lying down Trev's favourite position yeah and um, then blankets everything and then you mean blankets they just you have a blanket over you okay yeah. Where where's it up to your neck uh, wherever you you decide. Oh, you just keep yourself warm. <laughs> you get given the right to use okay, your blanket. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, just check. Um, just trying uh, to put a picture in my head. And and then they they talk and you're talked into a meditative state. Like you know, get your, get on board of your breathing. You know, mm. get into a nice comfortable right. sort of state of mind. And then eyes shut, eye masks, uh, and then the sound. So you're begins. not supposed to fall asleep though. You can fall asleep. She said it's absolutely fine if you fall asleep. Uh, and yeah, then it's basically gong-based sounds. And it's meant to create Ooh. a sort of use the the rhythms and the what's it called the frequencies of the sounds are meant to go through your body. And, okay. And, oh, well, and I can. The only thing I was put say, you in a very very meditative state right. that you couldn't achieve without. Does your like? Sound. Can you feel the sound hitting your body? Well, I felt I felt it a few times really strong. Is like, it quite warm? Because the only thing is, I've had ultrasound before on an. No, it was, quite, it was quite cold in the but room. You can feel like there's actually, heat from an ultrasound when you have it on your skin. Weird, weird mm. um, Sarah said that you'll you'll probably feel your body temperature drop once you get into a very meditative state, and I did. About I'd say ten mm. minutes in, I felt suddenly like much colder than I did at the start. So pulled, blanket pulled another blanket. Yeah, yeah. Double, second double blanket blankets. Over. Okay. But I felt a few times it. It was weird. Like it felt like I was meditating. What are you lying on the floor? On a very thick yoga mat. Okay. Um, I felt a few times just some of the noises really rattled around me. Like I felt them inside. One went right up my spine. It was really interesting. Kind of okay because you had to. Cause I remember you had to tell Trev this is not. It's not religious. Well, there's no religion to it. It's no religious. But leaders. it still feels like it's, it's a form of sort of meditative right. healing, and I found it very interesting and, and calming and soothing. Trevor, how did you find it? Uh, I found it a bit disturbing at times. I um... <laughs> this was the one. So this was the one I think. Yeah, I could tell. I, I, well, I saw you last night, yeah. and you looked rattled. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was you looked like you'd been like, rattled. Yeah, your yeah. hair was all over the place. You <laughs> your looked, eyes you, were you were on. Yeah, yeah, you looked like you had a little thousand yard stare from. Yeah, I did. Yeah, too many gongs. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I said, the one of the sounds at the exact same tone as my ex-wife's voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't, couldn't fully relax. Oh, no. But she, I, I kept my eyes open a few times. Where oh, is she, 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 she So she was like... Oh, was she around. moving around? This there, was a couple, there was one, uh, one gong that she... A smaller gong, she came around and did everyone individually over the top here. Yeah. I felt that one. Yeah. So, so I thought... Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but I... Um, I thought I'd give it a go anyway. I mean, being a hypochondriac, being um, suffering from anxiety, I've got to be careful with this stuff because some of these 
states of mind are very similar to depersonalization. Yeah. So it's like replicating or a, um, aggravating uh, your anxiety in a way, even yeah. though it's on one level it's relaxing, but the other way, the state of mind you achieve, which is being excessively tired, is a bit like being depersonalized. Yeah, yeah. So what you might, you know, you lose on the swings, you make up on the fucking roundabouts, whatever it is. So uh, <laughs> what you make up, is that the saying? I'm not sure. And, um, but uh, so it's a yin and yang thing. You, you may get some relaxation out of it on, on one level, but at the same time, the after effects, the tiredness, which may have been related to it, maybe not, maybe yeah. it's tired anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That becomes a little bit like depersonalization. I felt my anxiety rise all oh, last God. night. It was like, uh, it was like, as I said, my the anxiety is like a, a bit of a, a tremor feeling of, of tiredness. You can feel it, and. Uh, Normally it, it's under a certain level, which is manageable. Yeah, yeah. It goes up, it goes, like fucking my engine's like, someone's yeah, revving yeah. the engine. Right. I had to revving the engine last night, which is very unpleasant. Yeah. So then I regretted doing the sounding. Uh, what have I fucking done? Fuck myself up again, trying to please Carl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Carl. Um, but it was, it was meant, the, the, the intentions was... For it to be calm. Yeah. Oh, I, what were you thinking when it was happening? That's the only thing I was wondering. Because you, were I, you like going, is this, were you going, this is a load of old bollocks? Yeah, in a way I was, yeah. And then Because you, you had your eyes closed. Did you, you have a blanket on you? Yeah, blanket half on me. And uh, I did try and remember my 10th favourite fruit and I couldn't actually do it. Because oh, of the sound. noise. Yeah, yeah. constant noise means you can't do it. Can't, there's no brakes on it. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it's an interesting one. I've, that's why I felt like it made me fo- like really focus on breathing and things because mm-hmm. it is like noises are at times like overwhelming. It's very chaotic though. I didn't find this, the noise uh, like relaxing. To me, it was like in a chaotic sea or a battle or some shit like that. You know, the battle music. <laughs> battle yeah. of Trevor Stone. Yeah, the Battle of Trevor Stone. That's what we call this episode. <laughs> the me, Battle of Trevor Yeah, Stone. me being like, you know, General Custer. I'm yeah. Just fucking fighting to the last breath and then you got this fucking sound crazy horse in the background. Yeah, yeah crazy horses uh, or fucking crazy trev or whatever but the um it, I, I didn't find the music relaxing at, at all i thought what was uh, what was, was she lady sarah likes i mean a lovely woman yeah, a lovely woman yeah very sweet and um yeah, you know, I thought you were being really respectful. Yeah, that's right. Just because I know her. Obviously, yeah, if you're somebody yeah. I didn't know, that's you'd probably say some filth about her. Yeah, probably, yeah. But she's a highly attractive, uh, delightful person. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, did that help you in your head go? Like, as in, like, if it had been, like, with the old live drawing, if it had been a big... Yeah, big beefcake. Yeah, like, yeah, would you be right. like screw? Would you have like yeah. stormed off? Because she would have stormed off and polite. But if Sarah, that's the name, isn't it? Yeah. she'd been like a fucking uh, a, a Russian wrestler or some shit, I would have <laughs> tuned out fairly early on. <laughs> because she's highly attractive. Yeah. yeah, obviously, as I said, this thing with the instinct that men have with an attractive woman, and female empowerment. When yeah, you know, they can wrap a beautiful woman can wrap any man around a finger. It does. Um, so it's interesting. We've learned that, because like, it's weird how it shows. It shows what actual yeah. it's certain maybe types of anxiety. Mm. It, you know, it might, it might not be a hundred percent suitable for that. Yeah, exactly. But whereas, yeah. like for others, it was. Yeah, I think on a certain level of anxiety, it's probably uh, okay. But on a yeah. deeper level, when you're actually ill with it, it's not. Didn't uh, you say you had an argument with a bus driver afterwards? That's what? Oh no, that was uh, last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's a few I, hours I, after. I was so it was a few to... hours after. Uh, yeah, yeah, a few hours after. I was coming back. I caught the bus. There was number three, what number 159 on Brixton Hill. They both pulled up, and yeah. I jumped on number three. Yeah. Uh, I thought, well, you know. Anyway, the number three pulled up short, didn't come all the way into the city, so yeah. I had to get off. And then when I got off at the, the stop, the bus that had actually bypassed the first time, in Brixton, was yeah. the same fucking driver. So then I get on, and he says, uh, 
hey, why didn't you catch the uh, this bus in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> did he say it as a, in a jokey way? Or no, no, he didn't. Like, he was like annoyed he didn't get on his yeah, bus. Yeah, he said, how come he didn't get on this bus in the first place? I said, well, you know, I, I just thought I'd catch the other one. Yeah, but I thought, who the fuck is this idiot? I can I can catch the wrong bus if I want to. <laughs> fuck you, man. I didn't say it, but I like, well, hang on, I can catch right buses, wrong buses, buses that I don't know whether they're right or wrong. Any, if I want to, it's my fucking yeah. oyster card. So it didn't chill you out then, by the So, yeah, because well, there was a bit at the end. What did you think of the bit at the end when the, the different sounds came in, not the gongs? I've become highly suspicious. Had you? Yeah. What the fuck's that? That's when I opened one eye. Oh, fuck really? Because <laughs> basically there's gongs yeah. for the large chunk of it. Yeah. And then then to bring you back to normality, there's a period of different noise. Like, so it's like mm. one sounds like the rain and one yeah, sounds like the yeah, wind. Yeah. Actually, when the wind came on, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, God. Right. I didn't yeah, that's right. Yeah, the so wind. Right. Yeah, right. Oh, shit, yeah. But I thought she was very skilled at it. I thought, well, it's just a woman making sounds. Who gives a fuck? But I mean, it actually does it. Um, <laughs> she does it very skillfully. <laughs> That's yeah. such a backhanded well, question. It, yeah. it is a job. Yeah, yeah, she goes from one thing to the other, doesn't she? There's no breaks. Like, oh, it's no, no. skilled. Yeah, and it sounds. And I, kept my, I didn't look out at all. I had my eye mask on. You didn't use an eye mask, obviously. So no, I, I didn't. I don't like that. Um, and also, was it communal eye masks or bring your own? Because you don't know whose eyes are. Being I, I, don't, I never wear them. Never yeah, wear no, Trev, Trev's choice oh, was claustrophobia, not, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claustrophobia. even though they weren't wrap around eye masks. Yeah, they're actually that's quite right. cool. They were like bean baggy ones. Yeah, like, right. heavier. Just, you just put on your. You just sit them on your on your eyes. Yeah, yeah. So they were quite yeah. pleasant, and they smell a bit lavendery. Oh, it was really? actually okay. very pleasant. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> lavender scented eye masks. Yeah. That's where we're at now. Baby well, season like four. A, like having a testicle in each fucking eye, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Lovely <laughs> lavender washed you know testicle. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, so anyway, the sound so healing. So sound healing. Sound healing. Yeah, anyway. like, so as, as a group, there was five of us that went. Yeah. And it was, yeah. So everyone else had... Uh, a good experience. Yeah. And your other half have a bit of a freak out afterwards. Well, this is the thing. She um, found it very yeah. relaxing, very meditative. Mm, yeah. And then when we went, so we, we shouldn't have done it. We went from there. Mm. We were going to see a show after, uh, but we went via the shops. Mm. So she needed a new pair of trainers. And we went into uh, JD Sports at Bond Street. And it was madness mm. in there. So busy. And it was just not the right place to go to post a meditation it's not the right place to do anyway no it was stressful and yeah there was a moment where I could see she just sort of got a little bit like I cannot be in this shop yeah, which is right, not her right. normal mm, mm, mm. sort of manner so you could see yeah, that she, yeah, it had, yeah. had some effect where she needed a bit more time to decompress back to real life yeah so yeah right. so it had an effect on everyone I felt very yeah. tired as well yeah, yeah and my friend Rich who came as well he he loved it he, I think he had so he said he, he had the best time he had the best time would yeah. you do it again Trev no okay no I wouldn't do it again <laughs> fucking idiot generally but I'm a great quick bowler so now let's listen to some of Trevor's voice memos for this week I just saw a program where it, it was profiling genius and uh, three symptoms of genius uh, laziness scruffiness and going to bed late uh, I actually uh, all those three traits I have in abundance now, I'm not saying anything. Um, I could be a genius, but then again, maybe I'm just lazy, scruffy, and like going to bed late. That, that's <laughs> good. Yep. That's I've heard that. Right. I've heard that theory before. They say that um, yeah, smart, more creative people go to bed later. Yeah, they but do. Surely actually, that's yeah. also down to the lifestyle you live. Yeah, well, they're absent-minded. And uh, I mean, Einstein uh, walked out of the house with no pants on one day. Yeah. And yeah, probably thinking about relativity or some shit. <laughs> 
Your Honor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> come and, on, uh, come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> so that can happen. You, you know, the uh, yeah, when you uh, yeah, you're look, looking for a, a glasses and they're on your head. Yeah, doesn't make you a genius. Yeah, could mean you're a fucking idiot. But it's probably one. It's, it's one extreme or the other, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Most yeah. normal people just do normal things. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that's right. if you if you're doing just weird stuff, yeah, you're yeah, either. Yeah. Super Genius. smart or a div, yeah. So, so tra- Trev, you're one of them. Yeah, I think <laughs> one I am. of the other. Or so maybe some people can, you know. Sometimes it could be like a. You're either or. You know, or some. I have days where mm. I think I've come up with some great idea, yeah, and yeah. I have days when I look at myself and think, I think you are an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's subjective, isn't it? I mean, some people probably think Einstein's an idiot. Yeah, But the guy that saw him walk out of his house that That's what I mean. I look at myself and think I'm an idiot sometimes, but. Then sometimes I think, actually, I think I'm doing all right for myself. Smart. Yeah. yeah. You probably have glimpses of genius throughout the day and you don't even notice it. Yeah. But I mean, do you ever, do you, do you ever question your, do you ever think, uh, do you ever jump, have those extreme thoughts of I'm a genius, I'm a loser? Yeah, because normally, because I'm, I'm so bad at most things, I mean, I'm really bad. I mean, like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, see my drawings or whatever. And uh, yeah, you could have some self-esteem. What's your self-esteem based on? I mean... Uh, what do you identify as as a person? Yeah, you have to, it's something you're good at. I mean, yeah, the cricketer would go, well, I'm a fucking idiot generally, but I'm a great quick bowler. Yeah. That, that yeah, raises yeah. self-esteem. Yeah. So, I, I, so I tend to think along those lines. And you're sort of an mm. idiot a lot, but you're great at watching quick bowling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Next yeah. memo. Next memo. Well, it's been a very bad week for comedy. Uh, we've lost some great comedians. Um... Uh, on a personal level, uh, Julia has lost her job at Jongliers, which is a uh, its a major blow to her. She's uh, absolutely devastated by the whole thing. Uh, she didn't lose it because of incompetence or anything like that, but uh, the company just uh, folded financially. So, um, so it's a very, very sad time for her, very sad time for the entire comedy community. Um, on a personal level, uh, you know, I suppose looking at looking at things on a more positive uh, note, um, now that Julie is unemployed, she can do a bit more work around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Started as very sad. So, yeah, very sombre. And then yeah. you put a positive spin for yourself on it. Well, halfway through, I was, I was saying that, but halfway through, I'm thinking, actually, this could work, work out well. How is it me. working out for you? She's doing a lot more work around the house. Is she? Yeah, she does everything now. I do nothing at all. I mean, and, you did that. Uh, did you did nothing before, before, but now but the place... When, when you were nice. working, I, I'd do something. But what, you know, what were we talking that you did? Uh, taking dishes out of the dishwasher and... bad it. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's that one job's been taken I, I would cook my own meals because she wasn't always around. Yeah. So, so now she just cooks you all the time. Does everything. She's now. worked out uh, wonderfully for you. Uh, bottle washer, is it? Chief cook and bottle washer. That's, that's Julia. Yeah, she she loves doing it though. She, and so does she, I, I does she love it. doing it? Or does she realise if she doesn't do it, it won't get done? Yeah, probably a bit of both. I think she does like cooking for me, and then she when she sees the joyful expression on my face, it gives yeah. her some kind of nourishment. What it is is you don't do anything, yeah. but you're but you the key is probably the reason you get away with it is you you was pretty very appreciative. Yeah, you, but, you never take it, but you never like make me my dinner. You're always like, thank you so much for this. And is that? No, don't go away with that. No, no. As soon as I started saying that, I doubted myself. I was like, that's not true. She'll say, darling, would you like something to eat? I'll go, oh, yeah, all right. (laughs) And now she's walking out. I go, She walks off really happy about it. No, no, but now she's walking off and I go, oh, thanks. Yeah. A bit of a footnote. Yeah, yeah. Always end on a positive, that's it. There we go. Good. 
Right, Trevor, you did not like sound healing, but okay, it's fine. you like Sometimes we're going to find some duds. Yeah, we're going to find we some duds. We do a lot of tasks. We quite often Can't, find some duds. Yeah, we find a lot of duds, but you know, we often yeah. find nice things that we enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what you've said about them. And what is, what, is there so a title this is for it. the poem? We're going to exercise some demons of the sound healing because you've written yeah, a poem. Yeah, yeah, I've written it. it How it's... better to get rid of any bad energy than... Yeah, yeah, and I thought it, it, the lady who took the classes listening, it's uh, nothing personal. You're no, a she's, brilliant. She's a, she's she's a, a great she's sound. A, it's the best sound healing you've ever been to. No, it's the best sound job I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> but, uh, no, she was very, very good. She was. But, yeah, she was uh, like, you know, just flawless. But yeah, I just didn't like it. Uh, it's not for everyone. It's, <laughs> it's not, not for everyone. That's the thing, it isn't for yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, this is a poem. Is it got I, a uh, just call it sound healing. Okay. A lot of thought went into the title. Yeah, yeah. Sound healing, feel the vibration, hear the gong with its manifestations, relax, relax, stress levels down, massage the cells with ultrasound, prepare yourself for total release, sense the waves, feel the peace. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be, but that's not the way that it happened with me. The sound of the gong put me on edge, like hanging from a window ledge, hearing nothing but chaos within the waves, my dream of healing forever delayed. The gong got louder up to the max. I couldn't find peace. I couldn't relax. Tired and worn, just couldn't settle. Things undone by a piece of scrap metal. Was it a healing? Don't really know. Was it for real or placebo? Was it a blessing or was it a curse? All as I know is I've never felt worse. Was it a healing? Yoga or Zen? Not sure. But never again. Oh, mate, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Do you know what? That's nice one. Good I one. think that was good. Yeah. It gave you a lot succinct. to sink your teeth into. Yeah, very succinct. It's yeah. brought out a lovely poem, if nothing else, in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, so, it's got your creative juices going. I'm getting better at poetry. I mean, yeah, poetry is a matter of you keep on doing it, things are a bit easier. You, your brain's a, brain's a bit more fluid. Yeah. You find. It's like anything practice, isn't it? Maybe practice actually. Makes you poetry. never know. Maybe the sound healing helps your poetry. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to admit that, does he? Yeah, no, yeah. no. Maybe, maybe my mate Dub's very rational. He's like a rationalist, and yeah. he just—he's not very suggestible. He can't. He doesn't. He just thinks things rationally all the time. Yeah, it's so a bit boring. Yeah, it's a bit. Well, yes, I suppose it's Where's all the cynical. Where's the fun in yeah, rational, rational yeah, things? Basically, being very cynical. Yeah, all the most time. fun things come from losing your head a bit. Yeah. Know? Yeah, losing control. Yeah, that's where the fun. Yeah, because he said to me, because I said I went out and got half pissed. He said, "Oh, what would you like about that?" I said, "Well, just a nice feeling." He said, "Don't you fear losing control?" I said, "No, no, that's why you do it to yeah. lose because you control it all day long." Yeah. He said, "But you might get attacked, and what are you going to do?" I said, "Well, I'm in the fucking Bankstown Sports Club. Yeah, you know, there's no one going to attack me. Some drunken idiot from you know." a poker machine going to damage me it's just fucking ridiculous he's like paranoid do you know what he yeah, sounds yeah. like he sounds like he needs a couple of pints yeah <laughs> yeah he does yeah yeah. <laughs> right cheers Trev do you enjoy that yeah I'm, I'm uh, enjoying it I feel like recovered from one, the sound I healing feel like, uh, one with a microphone so uh, Good. very yeah. Buddhisty. Yeah. you like making the sounds not being hit by the sounds yeah no I like making sounds yeah, you're a sound um, maker not yeah, sound receiver right. enjoyed and your company as usual thanks right. mate we'll right. see you next week see you next time okay see ya Yep, that was it. Yeah, fun. As yeah, I did as as as, expe- as suspected. He didn't like the sound. It was a bit much for him. That's understandable. That's fine. Um, it's not. It's an acquired taste. Somebody would. Yeah, it's not. It's not for everyone, isn't it? I just, it's definitely not for Trevor. I like yeah. the fact. Uh, what I enjoyed this week was learning about his mate Boris. The fact he broke into his house and ate a sausage, <laughs> <laughs> and then still was, never admitted yeah, that he did yeah. it. What was the name of his burglar? The- Trevor the Friendly Bird. Trevor the Friendly Bird. Right, we're gonna, we're gonna get paid in that. Uh, absolutely paid in that. Right, I'm writing a 45 degree angle. Um, yeah. 
Next week we um, have uh, we went to a jazz club. Blues bar. Blues bar. I kept saying you know, that. Your lack of musical knowledge. I literally shows. in my head jazz and blues are the same. <laughs> yeah, I can't you, sort it on out. every message we've had about it. We were going to go to a jazz club and we changed yeah. it to a blues bar. Yeah. I'm like an old man set of yeah. can't change it. <laughs> um, right. Thanks for listening. Give us five stars on iTunes. Tell friends. Tell your family. Spread the Trevolution words. Yeah. Get, Get in touch. touch. Right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Babysitting Trevor is a dot 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 production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter. 